Welcome to the first Made in Manitoba of 2024, and we're welcoming back the first Made in Manitoba guest ever. Of course, that's Steve Bell to the program. The Winnipeg-based singer-songwriter has released a new album titled No Words, the guitar instrumentals 1995 to 2023. The album sprang out of his many years of including instrumentals on his album releases and also his relatively recent foray into online guitar lessons where he taught songs he's composed. Now, Steve told me he didn't so much compose this album as compile it and it all comes down to legacy and a desire to have the things unique to his playing style become part of the guitar landscape moving forward. Steve Bell is back on Made in Manitoba with no words. The guitar instrumentals 1995 to 2023. Our conversation and his music begin after this. It's been a while, probably a, a longer while than it has been in other periods of time. Steve, we have you on the program quite regularly. And, you know, how have you been over the last uh, the last year or so? I think it's been more than a year since we've caught up with you on Made in Manitoba. Yeah, I'm doing I'm doing quite well. I'm back on the road. Sort of the, the you know, everybody's sort of back to semi-normal since COVID. And it, it, it's kind of taken a while uh, for people to come out. Audiences have them down. And, and um, so... Uh, I haven't been able to sort of do anything special like symphony concerts or band tours, but um, enough for coming out that the the solo concerts are 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 manageable, and I'm I'm kind of loving it in a new way. People, I was just telling a friend of mine last night, the concerts this fall, it seems like people are leaning in deeper, like like they're listening deeper. I don't I don't know how to I don't know how to um, quantify that, um, but I just feel there's an intensity of attention. That is different than it was uh, before COVID, for sure. You know, and, and I wonder if that comes back to the whole idea of uh, a greater appreciation, maybe. 
Yep. I think the other thing is, though, that that we, you know, before COVID and and uh, before all the sort of the, the the sort of the chaos that's happening politically and socially in the states, and which dribbles into our our life up here. Um, I think we have lived so long without any sort of major catastrophes that it's that we sort of think that that disaster happens over there, <laughs> you know, and we're starting to realize that we're not immune to to um, to frightening things. So I think that kind of shakes people up a little bit. And I think our faith has been somewhat based on gratitude for everything being so lovely for the most part. Yes. <laughs> I, know, I know people suffer and I'm not, I'm not denying that people they're, they're suffering out there, but in general, there's, I grew up confident um, that I would not be bombed or that my culture isn't going to collapse under me or there's not going to be a, a pandemic that takes away somebody I love, you know, that. And so th- those confidences are kind of going, not to mention climate change, all that. So I think there is a I think now people are going like we're going to need a, a deeper resilience um, if the future is going to happen the way it looks like it could happen. And so where are we going to get that from? Yeah. So amongst uh, all the other things that you've been up to over the last year or so since we last connected, one of them was releasing a new album. It's it's called No Words, the guitar instrumentals. So what led you to go down the path of creating slash composing an instrumentals only album? Well, I didn't really compose an instrumentals album. I compiled it. So over the, <laughs> over the last, um, I've, I've been doing this for 30 some odd years. And so... Every album or two, I'll put a little guitar instrumental on just because I like it. Like, they're just little guitar ditties, and I like doing them. Um, and then during COVID, when we started, I mean, the, one of the, the wonderful things about COVID for me was we had to pivot to learning how to do video. Um, and so we actually set up, we, we created quite a studio and learned some skills and invested in, in technology so we could put things together. And now we kind of don't need it as much as we did. Um, and so what are we going to do with it? And so I decided I, w- I wanted to do a, a series of online guitar lessons that teach the songs I've written. And it's mostly like a legacy thing. It's not like I'm the greatest player in the world, but I have certain things that are unique to me. And I kind of want to make sure that I can add them to the the guitar landscape. So it's not ministry. Um, it's it's just wanted to make a contribution to the landscape. So I thought, well, I've got all this gear. Let's do it. I wouldn't I wouldn't do it if I had to pay a company to come in. Um, and so we launched that in um, uh, a couple of months ago. And then I thought, oh, I should just, I mean, why wouldn't I put out an album that compiles all? Like, it was kind of a no-brainer. <laughs> and so literally two weeks before we launched the online class, you know, I, I went to my manager and says, why aren't we putting together a, a compilation? And he goes, I don't know. <laughs> so I, I phoned my designer really fast. Says, How fast can you do this? <laughs> and uh, and uh, she put it together really nice design real fast. And so it's just, Again, it's just a bit of a marker more than anything. It's a bit of a celebration. It's a, um, it's a bit reminding people that that that's part of what I have done over the years is I've kind of worked on my guitar and I've got a, a little something to say, you know. So uh, getting back to the uh, idea of no brainer was was it a no brainer to call it no words for an album title? Yeah, yeah. Well, that was the, the you know, yeah. I think I think it was something like uh, I was saying to somebody. I don't know what do you call an album that has no words, and then we all start like, <laughs> you call it no words, <laughs> you know. So, yeah, yeah. So I it, I think it just sort of dawned on me really quickly. I thought, oh, that's funny, and so let's do it. Sometimes you know you, you get too artsy and and you you title something and people don't really know what you're getting at. Sometimes the the something the best thing is just to say exactly what it is, right? So no words, the guitar instrumentals of Steve Bell, you know. 
Now, when yeah. we're listening to the album, obviously there's a lot of guitar, courtesy of you, Steve. There's some other yeah. instrumentation as well. Also some vocalization here and there too. How do you yeah. go about approaching that when you're trying to focus primarily on featuring your guitar playing and the instrumental aspect of the album? I kind of wrestled with that. Yeah, there's there's one song with one line of lyric um, in it, and it's a love song I wrote for my wife. And the the only line is, she's in love with me. Um, and it's at the end. And I kind of hum through it. I kept it in there because the, 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 the instrumental stands if you didn't have the vocal. Like it, it stands as an instrumental. Um, the, the other one is um, one called Aiden, Waiting for Aiden, where you kind of need to sing the melody. And I remember when I wrote that, I thought it was going to be a, 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 a lyric song. Um, and I was writing it. And it's, it's quite a it's quite a complex guitar piece, and it has a it's, it's cool as a fingerstyle thing. But you kind of need to hum the melody. Um, and the, then my uh, my manager one day said, "You know that song you're writing?" Um, he said, I, "I dreamt it was an instrumental. You're done." You know. And I thought, and I because I couldn't find lyrics for it. And uh, he he and his wife had just um, given birth to their first son, and they had had a long wait for that kid to come along. And uh, and so we called it "Waiting for Aiden." So it's kind of an instrumental. Not quite, but it's close enough. I thought, well, I'm putting it on there. You know? <laughs> I, th I think it's just the prerogative of the artist, you know, more, more than anything. Yeah.
Steve Bell is back on Made in Manitoba this weekend with music from his latest album, No Words. The guitar instrumentals, 1995 to 2023. The album is almost entirely his originals, except for two songs, one of them being Bruce Coburn's Foxglove, which Steve credits as being the reason any of his guitar music exists in the first place. He shared the story of that inspiration with Chris, and that's where the conversation goes next on Made in Manitoba. Stick around. as a non-instrument player, I would think that you would feel more exposed as an artist when you're doing this kind of an album because it's you and the guitar, maybe a little vocalization, and it's really noticeable what you are doing with your guitar talent. How would you reflect on that? You know, well, it is. You you are exposed, you know, and it's really hard. Like when I when I play something live in a concert, this, you, you know, you can get away with imperfections because people are distracted. There's visuals. They're sitting next to somebody whose perfume they don't like. You know, like there's, you know, there's all kinds of things that that um, the minute, but the minute you take away all those distractions and you just, you just have just the the, the performance, all the warts come out. Everything. It's it's sort of like bad lighting on on a on a middle aged face, and you start to see the. You know the blotching and the <laughs> the veins and stuff. You know, and so that one of the nice things about concerts um, or adding all kinds of extra instruments is you can kind. It's like makeup. Um, you can kind of disguise. So it's hard because you 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 have to put out something that you know that another guitar player is gonna hear. Most people aren't going to hear the little things, but any other real guitar player is going to hear all those little mistakes. And so you have to sort of swallow your pride and say that's the best I can do. You know, um, it's still not bad, you know, um, and, and let it go. But it is it you, you you do spend a lot of time weirdly recording an instrumental song over and over because there's going to be there's going to be no makeup. Correct me if I'm wrong, Steve. There are a number of originals. We've already talked uh, about a few of them on the album. No words, but also a few other standards that you're playing yourself. Is that correct? 
Yeah, well, there's one Bruce Coburn song on yeah. there. It's, it's an old, um, it's an old, it's an iconic guitar instrumental called Foxglove. Coburn kind of def- almost defines the genre. Um, it was learning that song when I was, boy, 18 or 19 that, in, in a sense, changed the course of my, my life in, in a certain way. Like, it, 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 was, it was getting, understanding that song, understanding the mechanics of it, appreciating and learning um, the, the techniques that sort of set me off for the kind of playing I do now. And not just, not just in my instrumentals, but if you listen to the songs that I sing, there's all kinds of fingerstyle stuff going on behind it. And so people often, when they hear me sing, they'll say, man, I could hear like a whole orchestra behind you. Or I could almost hear harmonies. Well, this, it's the guitar that's doing that. Um, and so Coburn kind of set me off in that direction. So I, I, I wanted, as a nod to him, you know, as, as an, an honor to him saying, I, I can't, I'm not doing these. If it wasn't for him, none of these other songs would exist. Right. And then the other one was uh, uh, from a guitar maker, um, a friend of mine. He owns a guitar company. I play one of the guitars, Stonebridge. And he's a beautiful, beautiful uh, guitar player himself. And he wrote a song called uh, Borrowed Shoes that I recorded on my album um, just uh, just because it was so good. He's a, he, like a lot of guys when they're writing guitar instrumentals, it's all about show and flash. And that's what they're trying to do. I still prefer a really well-crafted song. Um, Roger Schmidt is his name. Mm-hmm. Like Foxglove, Foxglove is technically difficult. It's a wonderful piece in terms of tech, but it's actually a well-crafted piece of songwriting as well. It's not just Flash. And Roger writes that way too. And so the song Borrowed Shoes, it's, it's, it's just a really lovely song, um, but it's also just super fun to play. Um, and so I had to include that as well. So going back to the idea that this album, No Words, the Guitar Instrumentals, really came out of your effort to add to the guitar landscape with the the lessons online, what are you hoping guitar players are going to hear when they listen to this album? You know, when I first started playing, I just strummed. I, you know, I learned eagle songs and and you know worshipy songs. I mean, you could just sort of pick up a guitar and play GC, and you could pull off some stuff, or you could show off around the campfire, or, you know, in front of you know Betty Sue and and all that kind of stuff, right? But you know, you start to really listen, and 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 this really comes down to um, uh, you know, adapt like, like to tuning your ear to nuance, right? Like if you start to listen carefully to my stuff, you're a guitar player. It's more the the right hand that's doing all this very delicate percussion, um, all these little sort of sound effects that are happening that take a song that otherwise would be lovely, but now it starts to have a, there's a depth to it. And so like when you look at an iceberg, what makes an iceberg so monumental is that you know most of the iceberg you'll never see. Most The, the biggest by far part of the iceberg is below the water. And then with really, I think, good guitar playing, with good music in general, a lot of the, the deepest stuff, the nuanced stuff is kind of below the water. Most people aren't going to notice it, but they're going to feel it. They're going to feel the heft of it. Now, not like we have to theologize on everything. <laughs> you know, and for listeners who don't know, I am a Christian, so here we go. But I also, I also think that, we, that it's part of um, uh, uh, tuning our ears to, to depth, tuning our ears to nuance, to delicacies. You know, and so even when we do theology work um, or ministry and stuff, we that to to adapt and tune your ear to those subtle things that suggest a, a, a deeper life or a, a deeper uh, reality is really important. So I would I would say this work of good guitar playing is part of attuning one's ear 
that you can take that same sort of that same hunger and realize, oh, my goodness, this, you know, like when you look at visual art, maybe that when you look at dance, when you look at when you hear a sermon, when you read a poem, like maybe, you know, and, and to really um, for the guy, for the people that are men and women that, that are putting that out for them to develop that, but also for listeners to develop a listening ear. Um, I, I think so. I think it's all so connected. What does it mean to you? That over the course of your career, the craft that you have honed over decades of playing may be listened to by those that are up and coming now and playing guitar and, and they're being influenced by what you're doing. They're using their, their, they're tuning in with their listening ear. What does that mean to you, Steve, that, and getting back to that concept of legacy you mentioned, you know, at the start of the interview, uh, how does that all tie together for you? It's deeply meaningful. I'm at that stage of life now where I'm actually probably more interested in the next generation than I am in me. It's a kind of a river you cross at a certain point in your 50s, early 60s. Um, and I still hope to do good work. And I, I'm not saying I'm done and all I'm going to do is invest in the young people. But, you know, when I when I look at what I have done um, over the last 30 years, and not to be braggy, but I've, 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 I've done a lot. And um and a lot of that is because of the influence of Phil Keege and Bruce Coburn and and uh, John Michael Talbot and the Carpenters and um, you know uh, the different people, the Imperials, uh, gospel groups, and him. And you sort of realize that 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 whatever I am capable of um, is, is a collection of all these influences that a lot of them I can't even trace anymore. And so I'm not really expecting that anybody is going to kind of hear someone play, you know, 50 years from now and go, oh, that's Steve Bell. You must have listened to Steve Bell. But I, I hope I hope to be part of that. Like, I, I hope to be part of that lost, you know, I want part of the landscape. I don't need to be a building on it, you know, but I've learned some things and um, and there are some things unique to me. And I think they deepen guitar playing and therefore deepen music and deepen attunement and deepen delight, um, all those sorts of things. And, and so... Pass that on and let the next generation take it, and and um, and you, you eventually get lost. But it 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 it's something you're, they're standing on you the same way that I stood on other people. And so part of me just uh, part of it is wanted to be one of those building blocks, you know. And a nominity or whatever is fine. Um, uh, but I I I do want to to make sure that what I have learned um, is at least available if anybody's interested.
And that was Steve Bell with a cover of Bruce Coburn's Foxglove, which inspired Steve to become the guitar player he is today. Thank you for listening to Made in Manitoba and the return of Steve Bell and his new album, No Words, the guitar instrumentals, 1995 to 2023. We've started another year of showcasing the best in Made in Manitoba music, and we're looking forward to introducing new artists to you and also visiting with previous guests who have new material to share. For my co-hosts, Chris Sumner and Michelle Swatsky, I'm Zach Drieger. Join us next week at the same time for the next Made in Manitoba or listen online at podcastville.ca. Good night.